This is the Yoga Mosh Pit Podcast, a space for all things yoga, for misfits and unconventional folks, music, weird shit, life shit, metaphysical and spiritual shit, deep feelings and emotions, and how to be as well as we can be while the world oftentimes sucks and makes no fucking sense. I am Caitlin, a 200-hour yoga teacher, corporate wellness provider, and self-proclaimed metalhead. If this sounds like your jam, you have full permission to rock out with your chakras out. Hello, and welcome to the Yoga Mosh Pit. My name is Caitlin. I am a yoga teacher, corporate wellness provider, metalhead, like all the stuff you heard in the beginning. I hope everybody had a merry and happy every holiday, Christmas, Hanukkah, all the good things, happy new year. I hope everybody is relatively healthy. I know that, you know, Omicron or whatever, however it's pronounced, variant has probably ruined a lot of our holiday plans. I did not record a episode in December because, you know, the variant had wreaked havoc in my home last month. So things were just a little bit wild. Um, My husband ended up picking it up at work. Somehow I did not get sick, but he got pretty sick. We're both vaccinated. So I don't know what that means. I'm not even about to say like, oh, it's because this, that, and the other thing. I have no idea why I didn't get sick. I didn't mask up while he was here. I did not isolate him. You know, I kind of let him sleep by himself upstairs for a couple of nights just because I'm, you know, he had the humidifier on and he was probably going to be coughing. Um, you know, and I just kind of wanted to not wake up and, you know, because I, I kind of kick him a little bit when he snores. I just want to give him his space to be loud and noisy and, you know, do whatever he has to do to get the best rest he could. So I stayed downstairs on the couch. But other than that, I was right near him. I was, you know, obviously helping him, uh, making food for him touching all the stuff. I didn't get sick. I don't know. I can't explain it. My mother lives with us. She lives in our our house. She didn't get sick either. No idea. Um, You know, I don't know what to say about that. It it is what it is. So um, I will be getting boosted this weekend. So I feel like I'm going to probably end up getting sick from that shot, you know, when I had the variant in the home. Whatever. I don't know. It is what it is. But anyway, so that's why you didn't hear from me last month. Um, we spent Christmas at home. We spent New Year. Well, actually, he went back to work for New Year's. I was home for New Year's, just watching Twilight Zone, chilling on the couch, you know, just kind of being low key. So I hope everybody who has been affected by the COVID nineteen virus this time around is doing well. Um, you know, I'm thinking of you. And with that being said, um, we will move on to the show. All right, so I just wanted to kind of talk about something that will be a segue into this episode, and this episode is entitled How to Have an Unfuckwithable 2022. Now, if you've been following me in my sort of business matters or on Facebook or Instagram, you may have seen that I used to have a Facebook group that was entitled something similar, like Be Unfuckwithable or something like that. If you were in that Facebook group at the time, thank you so much for supporting me. And I also apologize because I had no idea what I was really doing in there. Um, I was kind of learning some new things about business that I was implementing into that group that I kind of a little bit down the line realized was not really aligned with who I am personally, ethically, um, morally, and I have since deleted the group and are basically kind of starting from scratch as far as my social media presence is concerned. 
Um, and with that being said, I've been starting to do my own little yoga challenge for myself. It didn't require anybody to sign up with me. It didn't require anybody to fucking pay me. There was no Facebook group involved. It's just me trying to get on my mat as much as I possibly can. Um, called it the get my shit together challenge. Didn't really have a specific start date, no end date. I just am like, look, I need to get my shit together because, you know, I am i don't know how many of you really have heard about this, but a lot of yoga teachers neglect their own yoga practice. And that's something that I've done the last, you know, two years or whatever since the pandemic. You know, I had high hopes. I was like, oh, I'm home now. I can do so much yoga. And that did not happen. I did a lot of mindful things to make sure that my mental health was okay. But as far as like the actual physical practice, no, that that came in very small bursts and would very soon fizzle out. And I mentioned something on an Instagram post I just did recently, like, you know, as much as I could have given myself such a really hard time, which in moments recently I have, I'm like, how could I have neglected the the thing that I love the most? The thing that is the part of my business, you know, this is what I do. I teach people yoga. How could I have let it go in my life? How could I have, you know, allowed my body to sort of, I don't want to use the word atrophy because I don't want to like disrespect anybody who has like actual atrophy, but, you know, I got really stiff. I got, you know, physically a little bit lazy-ish, but you know what? I had to do what I had to do for myself mentally, being a, you know, up and down recovering hypochondriac while a worldwide virus pandemic, people are dying left and right. You know, I'm trying not to lose my shit. You know, that to me was the first and foremost importance was keeping myself as sane and as calm as I possibly could. I mean, I had my moments, I'm not going to lie, but you know, my mental well-being took priority. So, you know, physically that, that went to the wayside, but you know, it happens. And you know, it's something I'll mention here. I have like some bullet points that I made as far as like how to have an unfuckwithable 2022. Now, as I get into this, you know, take what you feel like applies to you or, you know, experiment with some of these things. Take what, take it or leave it, you know, do what works for you. You know, I know everybody's life circumstances are different. So this is kind of just like as much as this is relatively an advice piece I don't like to come off preachy or teachy, even though I'm a teacher, you know, I don't like to be one of those people that are like, do you have goals? Do you have a resolution? Like, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Like, that's not me. I'm not that person to just like call you out and be like, get off the couch. Like, what are you doing? Oh my God. Like, I'm, I don't know what you're, what you're doing. I don't know what you're going through. You know, I don't like to assume. I like to just kind of give some suggestions and lightly tell you like, you know, what's going on for me and like things I'm trying. And if it works for you, cool. If it doesn't, you know, there's nothing wrong with you. You might not be in a right place in your life where these things could be helpful and maybe someday they can. Or maybe you know something I don't. Maybe there's something better that I'm not going to talk about. You know, you're, you're very welcome to message me and tell me what you're doing. I'd love to know. And, you know, like I said, take what you feel like is good and leave what doesn't feel good. Um, I'm no expert. This is just my life experience. These are just some little nuggets of wisdom that, you know, I'm just going to share. These are things I'm going to be trying to do also. So I'm not perfect in any of this shit. So let's get into it. How to have an unfuckwithable 2022. Unfuckwithable is basically definition. I mean, I don't know if there's like an official definition. I've seen memes about it here and there, but it's basically like the art of not being able to be fucked with. And I think 
people can enter our lives or just things that are going on in the world can fuck us up a little bit and throw us off. So we want to do our best to, you know, not get thrown off as much. And also if we just do happen to get thrown off, we're not perfect. We're going to get thrown off. Like I just admitted, I got thrown off. How to really like bounce back, how to do it a little more quickly each time. And that's super important, I think. Yes? No? Maybe? All right. So I have a list, and this isn't in any specific order, I don't think. So, because I kind of just put this together. I do, I like my mind just kind of goes, and I'm like, whatever I just think, I just type it out. Um, so I didn't really like go back and be like, all right, but you know, what's the natural progression here? I'm just going to kind of blur them out again. Take what you think is awesome for you, leave what you think is shitty, and I won't be offended. I don't, you know, it's all good. The first point I have here to having an unfuckwithable 2022 is really trying not to think backwards, ruminate, beat yourself up over the past, maybe your whole life, or maybe since the pandemic started. And like I said to myself during my yoga practice the last week, how could I have let myself get so lazy? How could I have not been practicing? I feel like shit now on the mat. I feel heavier. My joints are a little more stiff. You know, it's so easy for us to attack ourselves. We are definitely our worst critic. I don't think anybody has ever like came to my house, knocked on my door and been like, Caitlin, are you doing yoga? Like no one's done that. It's really just me being like, wow, I'm an asshole. And you know what? There's nothing I can do about that. What I can do is just start again. And I have been. I started over a week ago. I got back on my mat. And like I said, I had moments where I was like, oh man, like I'm an asshole. But you know what? That's not going to help. That's really not going to do anything. All that matters is moving forward. So I, you know, implore you, if that's a word, you know, try not to beat yourself up. Shit is rough out there. We've had a really rough last couple of years and give yourself some grace. Forgive yourself. That is the most important thing you can do is forgiving yourself. And you know what? People are really not like looking at you and being like, yeah, she really did just become like X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. Like, and if they are, fuck them. You know what I mean? Fuck those people. Moving on. Thinking positively as we can. I don't like to be like positive vibes only, you know, because sometimes life is just fucked and we're, we can acknowledge that and that's okay. But trying to not go backwards, trying not to beat ourselves up. There's nothing we can do about that. All we can do is really just keep it moving. So I hope that's helpful. Number two, I'm going to lose count by the way, because I didn't number these. There's just circles. So I'll just say the next one. Don't try to make major changes at once. Do baby steps. I think this is something that I got kind of caught up with myself over the last year and a half is when I first started doing yoga, and please apply this to anything that you're doing. I'm talking about yoga because that's what I was doing, but if you were, I don't know, spinning, if you were running, if you were walking, if you were swimming, tap dancing, I don't fucking, whatever the fuck you were doing, just insert that thing into my yoga word. So for me, when I started yoga, I was doing it a lot. If you were listening to my first episode, I think I explained, like, I would be doing yoga like two hours a day, but I didn't have a job. I had been fired. I was basically living on a lockdown situation because I didn't have money. I couldn't spend money. I was going through a bankruptcy. So, you know, I was really kind of hiding. I was in hideout mode. Just that was my circumstance. So that's not the case right now. And that wasn't even the case during the actual lockdown. Like I was home, but I was really working on developing my business. I was taking a ton of business classes. 
I was trying to host a lot of free events online. Like I was just like really like pounding the pavement trying to get this shit going. And I didn't really give myself a lot of time for my own self-care. You know, I was also really worried about, you know, the other people in my home getting COVID. You know, we were also worried about resources. We, You know, toilet paper was not around. Foods were flying off the shelves. You know, it was a little bit scary every week. Like, are we going to get food for the dogs, the cats, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, I didn't care so much for myself. But trust me, I've gone, I've gone days skipping a couple of meals unintentionally or intent, whatever, you know, but... I was just really worried. I'm like, what if we run out of this? What if we run out of that? It was just like a lot of like survival mode. So I didn't really have like the right mind to be like, okay, but at noon to one, make sure I do my yoga practice. Like that was like the last thing on my mind, sadly. What I tried to do sporadically is I'm like, let me do, you know, let me get back. Let me jump right back into my yoga practice. Like having been out of it for, you know, a relatively long period of time for myself, I'm just going to pick up where I left off and no fucking way was that going to be the case. You know, I, again, I'm not like a diet culture person, but I definitely put on a couple of pounds. I wasn't as flexible as I was, you know, I kind of was sitting a lot. So a lot of your muscles tend to tighten up and shorten. So how was I expecting to just jump back on my yoga mat and do a headstand and do all these things? I don't know. So I, you know, I try and I would like hurt myself or, you know, kind of get discouraged and then I would stop and I'd just be like, this is too much. Like, I'm not, I don't really have time to do the two hours. I'm busy. So then I ended up not doing it at all. And that was a horrible mistake. I really should have, well, I don't like to should, but I think what would have, what I'm doing now, let's, let's just keep it in the present is I do have a busy ish schedule. You know, I'm teaching private yoga. I teach group classes, uh, every couple of weeks at these condos that I have, is considered like my corporate wellness. I'm taking the baby steps. I'm like, I'm just going to do like a 30 minute video a day. I'm not going to try to do like, you know, a yoga flow, then a core flow, then a glute flow, and then some other shit like I was doing before. I'm like, I'm going to go through one of those 30-day yoga programs like I did when I started and just do one a day. I mean, a couple of days in the week, I, I was able to do more like around Christmas time when, you know, I couldn't really leave the house because I was quarantined. But yeah, I was just like, you know, I'm not, if I dive into this, I'm just going to abandon it like I did before. So baby steps really go a long way. So if you have a busy schedule and you're just like, I don't really have the time, which we all say that we're all guilty of that. Or if we've like tried to jump into something and, you know, we're like, oh, I'm going to make so such a big change. I'm going to go to the gym every day. Try not to overwhelm yourself. I mean, I get overwhelmed very easily. I know that eventually I'm going to like not want to do it anymore. And I also give me myself that time. Like today... I think is my day 11 of my get your shit together challenge. And I'm going to take the rest day because I kind of look back on my Instagram post and I'm like, I've been doing it every day for a pretty decent streak. I need a rest day because we can't be like killing it every day. Like we need, we need to rest. Rest is so important. But the other important thing is taking the baby steps and just not going too big. Like I always go too big and then I'm like, all right, why did I fail? And I didn't fail. It's just that I didn't really have a good strategy. I just was like looking at the end goal without being like, all right, but what am I going to do to get there exactly? So for me right now, like I'm not even having like a super duper end goal. I'm just kind of taking it one day at a time and trying to be as consistent as I possibly can. And that's another thing that people talk about is consistency. And that varies from person to person, from situation to situation. So, you know, my consistency is going to look different than your consistency from Joe Schmo down the blocks consistency. It's all different and relative. 
So I hope that that made sense. Next one is, and this is my favorite one. This is something I've been sort of implementing. And I feel like this wasn't a decision I made. This was a decision that was made for me, but I love it. And it was kind of forced. Um, Spending less time on social media and using that unfollow button. That's kind of like the part B of that. Social media is very, very loud. It's very, very angry. Lots of anger, lots of confusion. It's just kind of mass hysteria. It's like when you see in the movies, like right before Armageddon happens, people are running around like fucking nuts trying to tell you what's going on. People are panicking. People are confused. People are like running, you know, around the stores trying to get everything or like, you know, you have somebody on the on the corner preaching like we're all going to die. And then someone else being like, no, it's all good. Like we don't fucking know. So like that's kind of how I feel when I walk into like Facebook, for example, I feel like I'm being preached at. I feel like there's a lot of judge judgment. Like, you know, I don't really comment back on people's stuff for the most part, just because, like, I can't get into it. I know me. I know if somebody comes at me, I'm going to flip the fuck out. I hold my tongue a lot. You know, there's a lot of misinformation out there. And as much as I want to come back and be like, are you fucking kidding me? Or I just kind of roll my eyes and move on. So I go on Facebook. I check my notifications. I do a quick scroll. I look for memes. So I do get caught up sometimes in the in the scrolling because I'm literally looking for memes a lot of times like i'll read like the first line of somebody's post if it starts to sound preachy or just like me I'm, I'm like bye move on scrolling past you i've gotten into a habit too of silencing a lot of people and i don't you know what free speech is your free speech and that's great but i am also worried about my mental well-being i don't have to have people screaming in my face all the time i know what you feel i know what you think all my friends i know your opinions i don't need it shoved down my throat every day all day long. I need to be able to feel safe when I log into my social media. I can't be so serious all the fucking time. So I just, I need a break. And I, and that's why I try to get in and get out on social media. If I'm looking, I've muted a lot of people. Cause I'm just like, all right, I, I understand this is how you feel, but what you're, what you're saying is really upsetting me. Sorry. You know, I, I kind of have to like clean up my area a little bit. You know, if somebody kept kicking my door in and going like, blah, blah, ABC, I'm going to lock my goddamn door and call the cops and be like, get the fuck out of my face. So I don't feel like that's any different on social media. Um, oh, well, it's my fucking thing. It's my life. Tough shit. So there has been people, there have, I'm sorry, have been people that I have had to, unfortunately, it's not personal, unfollow. I don't usually unfriend people just because like, I don't, know, I don't hate you. Look, I don't hate you. I don't. I don't hold a grudge, but I need I need silence and I need to decide when I'm ready to turn on the news or something. But when I need to when I'm ready to seek out information, I kind of need it to be on my terms a little bit in baby steps. Going back to this, I just don't need to be inundated every day. If you feel overwhelmed on social media, take a break. Mute some people. There's a 30 day silence if you really just kind of want to you know, give people second chances, but I've, I've definitely given people lots of chances and I'm like, you know what? I gotta go. Okay. Next one is please remember that you're doing your best. And sometimes our best is literally just getting up, maybe going to work, coming home, going to bed. We didn't have energy to do anything else. You know, we're not perfect people. And maybe you only have time to sit and do like one little big breath in the morning to feel better and that's the best you got then that's that is your best it is what it is like you know we all can't be running five miles a day we all can't be 
even doing a 30 minute yoga practice, I realized my, my privilege there where I am, you know, I'm a yoga teacher. I teach a few students and, you know, shameless plug. I'm taking on new students right now. If you'd love to join, please reach out to me. I am happy to fill up my schedule, but for right now, you know, I have a, I have a handful of people that I work with. And then when I'm not working for them, I do have the free time. And I try, I'm trying to be better about utilizing my time, but I do realize the privilege that I have, that I do have like a 30 minute window. I don't have children. I do have very annoying pets though. And sometimes my, you know, relaxing yogas don't really relax me if they're screaming and barking and all these things. And, you know, that is what it is. I love them. But I, re- I know that, you know, I have the space. I, I just, I, I, I realize my situation. I realize that I do have the time. I am very privileged to be able to make that time for myself. Um, and I realize a lot of people can't do that. And, you know, if the best that they can do is like taking a walk around the block during their lunch break, because after they go home from work, they become a mom, they become dad, they have to do what they have to do. By the end of the day, they're exhausted. You know, that what that lap around the block, that's your best. That's amazing. That's good. You know, something is better than nothing. And some days we just can't do it. Some days we're just like, so anxious and we we get like paralyzed like I get like that I'll get like paralyzed and then the day goes by and I'm like wow I wasted the entire day being worried and I acknowledge that and I'm like oh you know that's not the best course of action but what can I do tomorrow to make that a little bit better how can I think less how can I just take my mind off of it even if it's just like a simple you're sitting there and you're doing something to take your mind out of worry that's self-care we're all just doing our best we're not fucking perfect I'm the last person to ever try to act like I'm perfect. You know, that's, I think that's kind of why I have gone a little silent on social media for the most part is because it does seem like a sea of perfect fucking people, doesn't it? And I'm like, I don't know how to really come on here and just be like a total fuckhead that I am. And, you know, so I'm working on that and, you know, whatever. So I'll move on from this point uh, just because I think I've, I've, I've said enough. So um, next point being, like I, I said this already, but you're probably going to, like, when you make any kind of new uh, unfuck with the bull change in your life, getting on that road to being unfuck with the bull, you're probably going to fuck up. You're probably going to go for an extended period of time of not doing the thing you promised yourself you were going to do. It's going to happen, maybe. I don't want to assume, but I think the likelihood, like, you know, when they say gym memberships are up in January, everybody's at the gym. And then they have a total drop off. I mean, I used to work at a gym. Uh, I used to teach at the gym, actually. And I noticed like right after New Year's, my yoga classes were so full. By February, it was half as full. And the machines were like, there were nobody on the machine. I mean, not that nobody was on the machines, but there weren't as many people. And I used to teach a little bit later, like at eight, seven o'clock. So, you know, by eight o'clock, it was practically empty. The gym, you know, right after New Year's, it was like people waiting for machines. And those people dropped off. And maybe they came back later, but it just happens. It happens. You get into it and then all of a sudden life happens and you're like, all right, I'll, I'll skip a day. I'll do that tomorrow. Whatever. You know, it's all good. It happens. It happens. Okay. Remember that and give yourself some grace. And then, you know, it doesn't matter how long of that break you took, just get back into it. You know, just come back and be like, oh shit. You know, I, I fucked up. All right. What am I going to do next? You know, don't harp on it too much. Everyone, it, it happens to us all. All good. All right. Next point. And that's to rest. Okay. I feel like I'm, I probably rested too much. But again, like I mentioned earlier, I was really focused on my mental health 
So if kind of lounging on the couch and binge watching my housewife shows made me happy and I'm just kicking my feet up and relaxing, then that's what I need at the time. But I do sleep a lot. I'm a big sleeper. I sleep in. I'm not an early bird or whatever, but I know the majority of us are very, very busy running around, being moms, being dads, caretakers, whatever, career people. Rest, please. And even when you start like a new routine, rest. Like I said, today is my rest day. I'll be back tomorrow on my mat because I don't want to push it. You know, there were times when I was doing my heavy duty yoga activity. I remember like small injuries that I thought at the time I was like, oh, well, that just happens, you know. Because I played like more strenuous sports before and you do kind of like pull muscles, you get sore muscles, you, you know, you get hurt and stuff like that. So like I, I, I did experience some injuries because I kept pushing myself and I'm like, no breaks, no breaks, no breaks. But now I'm like, no, I have to factor in a rest day or I'm going to fall off at some point. This is my way of staying consistent is scheduling those rest days. So I please beg of you, take the rest as much as you can. And I, again, Coming back to it, I understand my privilege. I do have more opportunities to rest because, you know, I don't have children. I, I have a lighter schedule as far as work goes. But whenever you can, you know, say no to plans if you can. You know, if somebody's like, come out and do this, come out and do that, come out and do that. And you had in your mind like, oh, my God, I can't wait for Saturday. I can't wait for Sunday. I'm just going to like put up my ugly bun, put on my like, you know, fucking big, big sweatpants, my my big shirt my big you know whatever and just sit on the couch catch up on my housewives and then somebody's like hey can you come out and blah or do you want to go here I mean I usually am like no no I I need to rest I get you know kind of like social fatigue or something like that and I need to recharge it's so important and again like you know the only way you're gonna not burn out is to incorporate the rest and we have all been in the burnouts And I I feel like that has a lot to do with the way that we have been kind of groomed and conditioned to what productivity is. Like I, trust me, like when I first got off of, um, or when I went into lockdown, like everybody else at the beginning of the pandemic, I hit the ground running and I was like, I am starting my, I mean, I already kind of started my business, but I was like, this is the time now I'm going to just do this full time. I'm going to get my shit together. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to start this. I'm going to start that. I'm going to, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'm going to work from nine in the morning until like 10 o'clock at night, creating all this shit on the computer. And I was like getting really fucking burned out. And and you know what happened? I made no money at that time. None. So what the fuck was that for? That was, I mean, of course I had a lot of back end work to do, but when I go back and think of it, I'm like, I didn't need to like be sitting at that you know, or sitting on my couch with my laptop or sitting at my desk with my laptop, kind of participating in all of these things, I didn't need to be doing that. Like now I'm like, I'm so like utilizing my time effectively and like trying to do more in smaller amounts of time and then rest. So yeah, with all that being said, rest is hard. I know that there's, you know, situations we can't get the most rest that we want, but let's try our best. Let's do our best going back to doing your best. Think of the commitments that maybe you don't have to do because we do people, please. This is all about you. Be selfish a little bit. That's a point I'm going to get to very soon. And don't be sorry. Just be like, I got to rest. You don't have to tell them. You know, you can say you have something else to do. Use that time for yourself. Take a bubble bath. Take a shower. I don't know. Like I said, go watch 
a TV show you love, um, order in food or something and just kind of like stay with your partner and hang out. You know, you don't want to leave the house. Fine. I, I am the queen of not wanting to leave the house. I am so that person. Don't feel bad because I've wrote the book on I don't feel like leaving the fucking house today. I should write a book called that. Next point. I, like I said before, with the baby steps, this is kind of building off of that, like setting tiny goals so that maybe they'll build upon each other. So everybody wants to have like this, I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. I'm going to drink my green juice. I'm going to then have my big glass of water. I'm then going to go for my three-mile walk. Then I'm going to come home and do some yoga. Then and This is all before you even go to work, right? And then, you know, eat healthy. Try to be nicer to people at work. Fucking, I don't know. When I get home from work, do what I need to do at the house. And then maybe, I don't know, do a little bit more workout or like make a really healthy dinner. And then, you know, what happens? A lot of that blows up in your face and it's like, oh, you know, none of that worked. Try just one thing. Make a like a little tiny promise to yourself like, you know, first thing in the morning, I'm going to drink the big glass of water. Make that your routine or something. You know, obviously... Again, you may forget because I, I have made little commitments and I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot to do that thing I wanted to do. That happens so far with trying this yoga again for myself, making it a habit almost every day, incorporating the rest day. I'm already starting to notice for myself that I already want to eat better. And I'm going to be full disclosure, during the lockdown, I did not eat very well because you know, again, the survival mode thing. I'm like, I'm going to eat whatever we can get. You know, I tried to go back to veganism actually the beginning of 2022 and that or 2020. And that didn't work because I'm like, I don't think I can be really choosy right now because, you know, I don't know what's going to be at the grocery store. So whatever the fuck we can get, just fucking get it and I'll eat it. You know, I don't, I, this is kind of an emergency. You know, a lot of it was my big thing, macaroni and cheese, popcorn, like the bullshit. We ordered pizza a lot. We ordered in a lot, actually. So I was on a horrible eating binge for a while, like just a full stretch of just, wow, I, you know, if I were to do a food journal, I'd probably be like, or if I sent it to somebody to look at, they'd be like, wow, girl, you didn't eat one green thing in a whole fucking stretch. Yeah, that was me. So now that I'm kind of taking the baby steps to get back into gentle practice that I feel will build into because I, I do like doing like power yoga and stuff I like feeling strong and that's I'm not ashamed of that I love yin I love the restoratives I love the relaxing stuff I love to feel strength so part of my practice is strength building stuff um, and again I'm taking that slow because I don't want to jump into it and hurt myself but I'm already starting to feel like as I'm working on my muscles I don't want to eat the popcorn like I kind of want healthier food. I'm already starting to feel that again, or just not like so much like a craving, but I'm just kind of like, I don't want to destroy what I just did by go like slamming back some mac and cheese. I mean, of course I could eat it, but I would feel like, eh, I'm already doing this really healthy thing. Like, why don't I go, I could try, I could then now incorporate this. So this is my way of like the baby step and, and how things are starting to build upon each other. But yeah, so you start to like do small things that inspire you, maybe, Maybe not, you know, it's not, it may not happen for everybody, but maybe it can. So kind of maybe like having a low attachment to adding everything to your plate at once and kind of taking those smaller steps. And then those things might just come back in their own time. 
Like if we force it, it's not going to work. So yeah, that's that point. And my favorite one is, you know, how to have an unfuckwithable 2022 is telling more people to fuck off. I mean, we see like those things every like, don't wait till you're January 1st to tell people to fuck off. Start doing it now. You know what? Some people are just not good in our lives or, you know, we kind of let people, how do I, how do I explain this? I don't, I don't want to over explain, tell, tell more people to fuck off. But at the same time, like, you know, especially when it comes to developing a new sort of way of life, like maybe for you, your self-care, and I, I you know, it's like a buzz phrase and, you know, I, I kind of, I hate saying that because I feel like everyone says that, so whatever, but if your, you know, self-care thing is learning to maybe let go of some thought patterns or maybe just some things that went on in your kind of lineage or family, you know, unit that you don't agree with anymore and you're looking to sort of like break away from that, kind of like, you know, change change some patterns. Like you're just like, you know what, there was some dysfunction there and I'm a little bit more aware like especially like if you've been working on like self-awareness and you're like, you know what? There's a lot of patterns I want to break here. People are going to come at you, especially family, and be like, okay, what are you doing? And they'll take it very personally. Or if you're just doing yoga and people like want to talk shit because that was kind of something I was a little bit afraid of when I started yoga. And I did have some people, well, not a lot of people, but some kind of be like, what are you, what is this yoga? What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, you know what? Shut the fuck up. This is what I've chosen to do. And people might be like, that's weird. What are you doing? Especially actually with my crystals. My crystals, I love my crystals. I don't push it on people and try to convince them that they have powers. But, you know, I like them. That's kind of, I like to have that, like, what's it called? Placebo. Even if I feel like this stone helps me be calm, then it helps me be calm. I don't give a fuck what you say. Maybe it's just in my head. But it's fucking helping. And a lot of people would make fun of me. And I'd be like, you know what? Fuck you. Good. Great. Grand. Whatever my life how is me having some crystals really affecting you maybe there's some work you need to do with that maybe go get a crystal maybe you're jealous I don't know either way you know people are going to have shit to say and you have every right to say please kindly fuck off thank you very much put people in their place a little bit and they'll have so much more respect for you or they'll go away and then they didn't need to be in your life anyway so what ebbs all right Next point, and I did kind of mention this a little bit ago, was being more selfish. I kind of wrote a little bit of a paragraph on this one. <laughs> what did I write? I said, be a little more selfish and do more of the shit that you love, right? I mean, I think we had that do what we love kind of stuff in high school and then college hit and it's like, you can't do what you love anymore. You have to get a job, you know, and our careers and Everything else kind of took over our lives and everything that we've loved to do went on the back burner. But when do we actually really get to do shit that we love anymore or that brings us joy? It's kind of like if you're if you're too happy, people are like, why are you so happy? Don't you know that like shit is fucked? Like, yeah, shit is fucked. But am I going to sit around being miserable all the time? No. Like, what good is that going to? It's not going to change that the fact that shit's fucked. And maybe like I'll feel like shit is a little less fucked if I play my guitar for an hour or I go ice skating. Or take a fucking bubble bath and turn off my phone. Sorry if you can't reach me. Pretty sure if there's a serious fucking emergency, first of all, call 911. I'm not the cops. I can't fucking help. But can you 
like handle yourself for an hour without needing to reach me while I take a bath. I think that's doable. I think that's doable. If, if there's any serious emergency, there's way other ways of people getting in touch with you. So I don't want to act like, you know, if, if something's really wrong, you should just turn off your world. But I'm assuming for the most part, and again, I don't like to assume, but you should be able to just shut your phone off for a hot minute and get in the bathtub, especially if it's like work emails, you know, like you don't need to respond to those people right away. I'm, I, I, I hope, you know, I know people get really on you if you're like not able to be reached, but you know, that's just the shitty ass fucking way of the world right now. But be a little bit more selfish. Like I said earlier, tell people no. If someone's like, why are you not doing this thing? They're going to be mad at you because they're not getting what they want from you. And that's not your fault. That's theirs. Like they shouldn't be so demanding, right? They get angry because they're no longer getting what they want from you. So they'll accuse you of being selfish in a bad way. They're going to be like, you're an asshole. You're selfish. You know, how could you? That's their problem, you know? And if they respected you, they wouldn't give you shit. Or even maybe they'll give you a little bit of shit. But then after a while, they're going to be like, damn, Caitlin just like shuts her phone off and is like, fuck the world for a minute. That's really cool. Like, good for her. Maybe I should do that. You know, like that's actually, that could like influence someone else to be a little selfish. And again, you know, selfish while also being a good person. I mean, I don't I, I don't know how else to say it. I'm not saying be a complete piece of shit. I'm just saying like incorporate a little selfishness for yourself. Nothing wrong with that. All right. So next point is asking for help when you need it. Ask for help, meaning, you know, I've mentioned this before, but the silver lining of the pandemic is now mental illness is not taboo anymore. And it's a serious problem. Sometimes we can't just do shit on our own. Like I am the type of person that I don't like to ask for help in any regard. Like, I'm kind of like, I want to do this myself because I don't want to give a person a reason. No, I don't want to give anybody a reason to throw something back in my face and be like, well, remember I helped you with that? Or like, you know what I mean? Like, I just kind of, I'm like, you know, if I can do it myself, I will. If I really can't lift something, then obviously I'm going to ask somebody. I'm not going to try to kill myself, but I can definitely, I, I had to go get help a few years ago when I was struggling with my anxiety, with my alcohol, with other things that were going on in my life, I finally was like, you know what? I need to go ask somebody for help. So if you're struggling, ask for help. I'm a little bit older in the demographic, but I see a lot of them Gen Zers just like openly talk about their therapy. And like my generation really didn't do that. Like if somebody found out you went to therapy, it was very much like, oh my God, they must be fucking nuts. You know what I mean? And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's just where I grew up. I don't know, but that was kind of like how people thought. They're like, don't tell people you go to therapy. Like, that's not people's business, especially like even like the generation above me. Like, we don't talk about that we have problems. Like, everything's fine. And you know what? Everything is not fine. And it's okay to admit that. It's okay to be like, you know what? I need help. I need to cope. I'm having a hard time coping. I need help. I don't know what else to say, really. It's okay. There's free resources now. I don't, you know, I'm not going to come on here and act like I know all the details of how to get free help, but it's out there. I've seen commercials in passing, so it's not completely impossible if you need anything. They have actually, I would love it if somebody could help me because I've been actually looking for a new therapist. So I'm just going to be out, you know, open. I would prefer to do it virtually just because I don't know, like in this avenue, I don't feel like I need to be sitting in an office and I would rather. I would rather not have it be interrupted by whether if I get sick or if they get sick, you know, I'd just rather keep it like something I do in the morning or something before I go and teach 
and just check in because I, I've also learned that as me being a space holder and for anybody out there who is a yoga teacher, we also need to be held in a space. So I would love to be able to find somebody online, just something so simple that I don't have to get dressed and drive to. I can just kind of like do it in my bed if, if any, and takes insurance because I don't want to, I don't want to pay for it. I have coverage. So if anybody knows how to do that, please help me. I'm, I'm acting kind of boomerish right now. So please hook it up. Tell me how I can get virtual therapy that I can use my insurance. Thank you very much in advance. Next point being, and I think I kind of said this already too, and I keep saying that, but embrace being imperfect. It's so empowering to not be perfect and owning it. You know, not in the self-deprecation way, not being like, aren't I an asshole or aren't I stupid? I used to do that a lot. I used to kind of make fun of myself for it like a lot and just being like, oh, I'm such an idiot. Oh, I'm so stupid. And like kind of before someone else would so that someone couldn't turn around and be like, wow, you're kind of dumb. Like I would just throw up the dumb flag before that they could get to me. What I mean is like embrace being imperfect because like I said, it's very liberating to just be like, you know what? I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And I'm just like going with the flow. I admit that I don't know jack shit about fuck, about stuff. You know, like sometimes, you know, I have I have my knowledge in areas, but there's other areas that I can openly admit and be like, you know what? Actually, I have no fucking idea. And also like, I have no fucking idea what I'm doing in my life or like, you know, things like that. Like, I think it's okay to admit our imperfections. And again, not in a way that people like they think you're kind of like talking harshly about yourself. What I mean is like, I'll use the Instagram thing as an example. Like a lot of, a lot of people come on Instagram looking polished, looking perfect. They have the clean room. They have the perfect plant in the background and all these great things. And then you turn around and you look at your life and you're like, okay, I have bottles. I have empty water bottles that are longer been in this room longer than freaking whenever you know my hair is in a ugly bun I don't have any makeup on I'm sitting here in my pajamas like you know I'm just kind of on the couch and you know their life is so perfect but you know what there's so much that goes on behind the scenes of people that are presenting themselves to be whatever I think it's a lot of pressure I I kind of was do I felt like I was in that boat for a hot minute where I'm like I'm Caitlin from Caitlin Red Yoga, and I'm coming on my Facebook Live with my makeup, and I know what I'm talking about. And I'm like, you know what? This sucks because, you know, who am I to be like the biggest, oh, I know what I'm talking about person, and I look so great. Meanwhile, like some days I would go off those Facebook Lives and then have a panic attack because I'm like, you know, the world is burning down. I don't know. So what I mean by that is I think it's just a lot less pressure just to be like, you know what? I'm... I'm not, I'm not perfect at this. I'm not perfect at that. I'm just doing my best here. And it's just, it feels so free because you don't have to like live up to anybody else's expectations. So give that a try. See if that works. I don't know. I think that's a very big, um, a bigger conversation. I can definitely have that. Um, you know, there is a lot of like, how are we presenting ourselves? And I'm not saying like roll out of bed, like pig pen and be like, hey, fuckers. And like being like, tiger king or anything but like you know you don't have to be so put together sometimes and it's okay to just kind of like not take yourself I mean we should all take ourselves seriously to a degree but at the same time it's like some people take themselves too seriously and you're just like okay so their shit doesn't stink their farts are roses and you know what I mean so I think there's a lot to say about people are just honest and vulnerable and are like you know what I'm having a hard time right now or like you know what I don't feel like fucking 
ironing my shirt or whatever. I'm just going to throw it on, put a hoodie over it. Or am I wearing a bra? Like, whatever. It's okay. We don't have anybody else's standards to live up to. You know, we might think we do. Society might think we do. Even our family units units might make us believe, like, well, you have to do this on the other thing. Like, you don't really have to do anything. You just have to live your life, be happy, take care of who you need to take care of. And that's it. Anyway. All right. So that's the end of my bullet points. Um, I have some last liner notes here. Things to keep in mind. If you're on a healing or a growth journey, it can feel very, very lonely. Now, if you are a more social person than I am, which I feel most people are, for me, like when I started my yoga practice and I, like I said earlier, I put myself on a lockdown just because I was fired and my, you know, finances and all that stuff. I was so happy. I was like, good. I don't have to see people. I don't have to show up for work every day and put on a fake smile. Like I can just be myself here, do my yoga. I was very fine with being isolated. And, you know, the same happened with the lockdown too. Like everybody's like, oh my God, I can't socialize. It sucks. I was like, I'm good. But most of us, I feel like they would prefer to not have that lonely feeling. I mean, I don't like feeling lonely, but it takes a lot for me to feel lonely. But, you know, when you're on a healing journey, when you're making changes in your life, it can be a little bit lonely because a lot of people, or not a lot of people, but, you know, you can feel like the people in your network or your family or whatever, they're not, they may not be doing what you're doing. So you're kind of just kind of going off on your own path and it can feel very isolating. So I would say if, if that's the case, maybe find some places online or in person, um, you know, where people are kind of in that same uh, frame of mind as you. Uh, maybe join something I did actually is I, I did kind of want to be a part of a yoga community at some point. So I did find a community through um, Facebook actually. And I started doing a yoga challenge with a couple of people that were hosting it. And that's actually how I became acquainted with my yoga teacher, Crystal. And then she became my yoga teacher trainer. I got certified with her. So there are ways of making that connection that you, you need. And that's kind of the upside of social media. So this is why I don't like go off social media completely because there are positives. So if you need to find like a little niche people of like what you're doing, they're there. There's everything on there. There's a lot of cool shit. There's a lot of weird shit. So trust me, if you thought of it, it's there. You can get support. You can get a little buddy system. Maybe even people that you know personally will see what you're doing and then be like, hey, you know, I'd love to do that. You know, I've even seen when I was doing my, or am doing my get your shit together challenge. I've seen people being like, yeah, I got to get my shit together. Or they've, they've done something like a yoga practice or did something else or like maybe bicycling and they tagged me in it. And we're like, you know, you inspired me. Thank you. And I'm like, wow, like I never thought that would happen. So there's, there's people who could end up jumping into your, your sort of world with you or the bandwagon or whatever term to use. But if that's not happening, you can always seek it out. So, you know, even journal it if that's something that you find can help you. If you're feeling that sort of disconnection, maybe put it on paper. You can always do that. But again, you know, there's always groups and people, Facebook groups, hashtags, look up the hashtags, you'll find somebody. And another thing is in regard to that isolation feeling that you might get surprised about people who are cheering you on from the background. I sound like a broken fucking record here, but when I first started my yoga journey, I, you know, a lot of people didn't say anything about it. And I'm not saying that in a negative way. I think it was just kind of like maybe people were a little 
confused. <laughs> and they were like, what's, what is this? What is she doing? You know, people like my posts. People be like, go you and stuff. But then I get like out of nowhere, like a lot of times in person and in a DM, I would get people who haven't commented or liked or even really communicated with me either on social media or talked about anything super personal in person. I have people come up to me and be like, I love what you're doing. Please keep going. It's so inspiring. Thank you for doing that and posting about it. You know, and, and I know this is hard because not everybody wants to go up and post what they're doing on social media. So like, if you don't feel comfortable doing that, please don't do it. I'm not telling you to do that. But if that is your avenue or even like you have a different outlet of, of people seeing what you're doing, you may get a lot of people like coming out of the woodwork and being like, you're incredible. You're awesome. So like in those times where you're kind of like going through your, your thing and you're kind of feeling like, what is this all for? You know, you can get a little discouraged or plateau. You know, sometimes you're like, I wish somebody would just say like, go, you know, good for you or cheer you on. You know, that's the loneliness we're talking about a little bit. Like that pat on the back. Those can come out of nowhere from like the least expecting people, the people you least expect are going to be like, hey, I see you. I see what you're doing. Like, wow. And you may get like, you know, it, it helped me. Like I started to do it. I would love to do it. Like kind of like I said before. So just know you're like, you're not truly alone here. There are going to be people like that'll surprise you. So I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Last, well, not last, but one of the other liner notes here is that your healing journey, your growth journey, your success, whatever, can be very triggering to those around you. Remember that it's not an attack on you, but how they feel about themselves and where they are in their lives. It's never about you. Getting healthy or getting well or being happy or successful really forces people to look at themselves. So they could project on you. Who do you think you are? You know, people are going to, they may. I'm not going to say they are. I'm just giving you like kind of a warning a little bit just because like sometimes that can be very blindsided. You can get blindsided by this kind of stuff and be, and and it can knock you off your, your path. You know, you can start to believe what they're saying because you're just like, yeah, maybe I'm being a jerk. Maybe this is all just like a fantasy. Like I, I, I don't need, you know. What am I doing? Like I'm being selfish, especially those people that are like, oh, you're taking time to go turn off your phone. What if I needed to call you and they'll guilt you, you know, because they don't turn off their phone and disconnect. Like there's work for them that needs to be done. And it's, they're facing that through what they see that you're doing and it can make people pissed off a little bit. And it's not about you. Please know that it's not about you. I feel like I'm talking to myself a little bit, but it's true. All right, so the last liner is, and I'm going to feed off of what I said a moment ago. If you're setting boundaries for yourself, like if part of your growth, healing, whatever, I mean, it is going to, you are going to set some boundaries. You may not know you're doing it right away, but, you know, even for somebody like me, like I have boundaries where I'm like, if this person doesn't know how to speak to me or, you know, I can't handle the up and down, I'm just not going to deal with them. Sorry. You know, I'll be cordial, but as far as like, whatever, I have to put up my wall. I have to save my peace. You know, I'm not going to just allow somebody to come in my life and be like a human tornado, destroy things and don't care about who's in their path and like cause instability. I don't need instability. There's so much instability in my life as it is in the world. I try to keep that at as much 
a minimum as I possibly can, and it's not easy. So in order to do so, I put up some boundaries with either certain people or certain things like the social media, muting certain people on social media. So when people notice you're putting up these boundaries, they could try to guilt you. Like I said before with the phone thing, what if I needed to reach you? You know, they're going to guilt you like that. They could become offended or feel abandoned by you because you've decided like, you know what? I got to do me. I really can't worry about your drama or like, you know, if you get offended or upset or whatever, or I, you know, maybe it's like, I can't be going out every night anymore. Like I got to take care of myself. They might be like, what, what is this? Why are you not, you know, hanging out with me or like, whatever, like I'm having trouble coming up with, with examples, but basically any kind of boundaries like that, people may try to guilt you, get offended, feel abandoned. But honestly, that's because they also lack boundaries. So they don't understand what you're doing. They don't understand what you're doing and they don't respect it. That's another aspect is like, if they can't respect the fact that, you know, you're turning off your phone at 10 o'clock at night, you've called, you're, you're, you're done. You're done for the day. Or yeah, I'm not going to come to your help every time you call me because I need to have time for myself. You know, you're not saying yes to all their shit anymore, or you're not tolerating their behavior, or you're just like, you know what? I'm so busy. I've been very busy on trying to get my life together. I'm not going to be as available to you as I was in the same way, you know, and they have a problem with that. That's a lack of respect because if they respected you, they'd be like, like, wow, she's shutting her phone off at 10 and just saying, fuck everyone. Cool. I should do that. Or like, all right, I'll call in the morning. That's all good. It's not an emergency. Whatever. You know what I mean? So people will respect that and know how to approach it and know that, you know, they're not, they're not, they could try to bulldoze through your boundary. But again, that's, that's a lack of respect. But people who see the boundary up are like, nice. That's good. Mad respect. They respect themselves. So I'm going to respect that person. So just remember, these are all things that really have nothing to do with you. They could throw you off and just know it might a little bit. But always come back to the notion that it's not personal and you're doing your best. You know, try to take that personally. So that's kind of it. I think that's a wrap as far as everything I had to say about having an unfuckwithable 2022. So nobody can fuck with you. That rhymed. But yeah, I don't know. I think if if you're anything in my kind of train of thought right now, I'm a little bit wanting to take a little bit more action this year as far as like, you know, things are happening in our world that we don't have a say, right? And I'm not trying to act like, oh, I want to get more control. Like I'm not a control freak in most regards, but it would be nice to have a little bit more predictability in my life. And that's what I really need for my anxiety is like, I can't really thrive in a, in a, in chaos. And I feel like the last few years have been absolute fucking chaos. So if I can incorporate things like a yoga practice or just knowing when I get up in the morning, I'm, I, I bought this new stuff. It's like a mix of like celery, lemon balm, artichoke, something like that. And it's a powder. You mix it in water And I'm like, you know, if I know that that's going to be there for me when I wake up or I'm going to do my yoga flow and even within that yoga flow, I know exactly what positions are coming next just because, you know, if I've done that, I like repetition. So I I tend to do the same video over and over. I need to know that like I know what's coming because I don't fucking know what's coming next in this world. It's only January and, you know, there's been some crazy shit that's gone on already. So, you know, it's almost becoming like laughable about like what's next, you know, and I, I don't like I don't feel good like that. I like to 
try to get a little bit of a grasp on what to expect while there's so much unpredictable shit out there. So if I was able to help you in any way, I hope it did. Again, take what you need, take what, leave what you don't. And I hope that, you know, maybe some of these things that I've mentioned can help you become a little bit more unfuckwithable this year. So thank you for listening. This is episode three. You know, like I said, I didn't put out an episode last month. So now my new cycle, I feel like, is going to be in the beginnings of every month. So keep a lookout early next month for my next episode. And if you've enjoyed this show so far, please feel free to leave me any kind of reviews on Apple Podcast or Spotify. I would love, 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 love that. Um, if you have any questions or concerns about anything whatsoever, you can reach me at info at CaitlinRedYoga.com. That will be in the show notes. Also, like I mentioned earlier, I am accepting new clients for my private yoga I am based on Long Island. I service basically most, probably like all of Nassau County, actually, some of Suffolk County. I mean, obviously, if you live in the Hamptons, I may not be able to service you just so that I can still accommodate my current students. But, you know, I'm doing North Shore, South Shore. I'm there. I have a car. I drive. I like driving. So if you're looking to have some private yoga in your life, you can go to my website, www.privateyogaonlongisland.com. All of my information is up there of how to get in contact with me, how it all works, and my pricing. So if you're ready to go, you can definitely reach out to me and I will get back to you. I'm kind of always, if I'm on social media, because like I said, I try to keep that at bay a bit. I am on my phone, so I'm always checking my emails. I'm always checking messages. So I am very, very reachable. And um, thank you so much again for listening. I will be back next month for February. I hope you guys have a really good January. Be well, stay healthy, cover your mouths, wear your masks if you are told to do so in certain places, and just be safe, love each other, be respectful. Peace out.